On this episode of The Playbook, I have the COO of Brooks Running, Dan Sheridan, and we're going to talk about what it's like to run on the moon and what the key component is to learn how to run faster, farther, longer, and more often. Join me for all this and more on The Playbook. This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success and what made them champions on the field and in the boardroom. I'm your host, David Meltzer. I have the amazing Dan Sheridan, COO of Brooks Running, and I'm talking a company that I've known for a long time, and they have made major facelift advancements in what they're doing. I am so excited to have them and their unbelievable slogan that stands behind Dan. Dan, welcome to the playbook. Hey, David. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I've uh, I've been kind of doing a little research and seeing some of the other interviews. I'm excited to chat with you today. Oh, it's so exciting. You know, the, the shoe industry itself has changed so much. Uh, I'd love to start there and how you guys leaned in uh, during the pandemic uh, to change certain strategies that you may have been utilizing previous to the pandemic. What changed for you uh, as a, an industry, but also as Brooks specifically as a business and a culture? Yeah, I mean, I think like many of us, when uh, when the pandemic hit, it was uh, it was shock and awe in a lot of organizations. Um, and the very first thing that you know we have always done here at Brooks is just focus on our customer. And so, um, you know, in early 2020, when the pandemic hit, we we actually just kind of listened to runners and walkers around the world. And what that told us right away was um, the activity in the sport of run and walk wasn't stopping. All of retail was shut down around the world, uh, which was a panic moment for us as we distribute about 85% of our units through a retailer, but uh, people were moving. And so for us as a brand sitting right in the center of of this um, active lifestyle, um, the pandemic actually um, exploded our business. And so Um, We had a lot of changes internally here, as many people did, but we got into more of a uh, kind of an urgent mode in managing our business. You know, we're we're a heavy inventory business, and so we had to make some decisions right away. Was this going to be a, a, you know, a small pause or a big, big pause? But in general, um, it created urgency for us and and activated all of us and and really inspired us because there were so many people running and walking around the world. No doubt. And you're a culture run business. You talk about the culture of run. Uh, you yourself have been at Brooks since you graduated the UW with uh, a little bit later than my business partner, Warren Moon, but nonetheless, a big running and, and outdoor culture up there. Um, how has that culture evolved? Uh, and there was, was there any specific evolution during the pandemic of the actual culture of the company? Yeah, well, Warren's one of my favorite Huskies of all time. So um, you got you got me right there. You know, I think um, I started in 1998 at Brooks and we were a very different company. Um, but the culture actually was already instilled uh, when I started. And it was a it was a customer focused company. Do right by the customer. Focus on your customer. Listen to your customer. And that culture actually has been something that is uh you know, really been the backbone for us as we've built this out. As I said earlier, you know, our, our strategy has really been to execute on behalf of retailers around the world. And so we really had to be humble 
in how we uh, approach retailers in terms of execution and customer service. And, and so the culture starts there. And then you add people that understand um, a customer-focused brand and, and, and product company, and you're able to actually expand your culture into service, uh, not only externally, but internally. So um, servicing your partners and your fellow employees. And that's something that um, we're very big on here. And it's a lot about how you work, not necessarily the outcomes, how you treat people um, in, your, in your organization. And that's something that we instill every single day um, in our in our people and our organization. You know, in that joy of running, the run happy culture, just the culture of running itself. Uh, but Brooks has really taken the lead as the forefront in performance and especially in women's performance running. Uh, there's been incredible growth and as a brand and someone who's a brand specialist, I've seen some, you know, incredible uh, messaging going on with the performance side of what Brooks is able to do. You know, what has accounted for the growth that you're having and also for the acceptance now for the leader in performance? Yeah, I think it's our focus, David. You know, um, all we do is run. So every single day, about 1,100 people here at Brooks get up and think about the sport of run. Um, so that's the singular focus we've had for over 20 years here at Brooks. And, and I think that um, is a competitive advantage for us with all the competition we have in this marketplace. And it started with a science-based approach. So, you know, we built a, a, a biomechanics lab here in our office that's uh, industry leading in terms of understanding human motion and the impact of, of running on the body and how our products can, can help runners over time. And then we married that with um, consumer insights, which is really the, the qualitative side of understanding what runners' wants are and what their needs are, not only on the run, but off the run. And so what we're able to do is have this singular focus on run with a formula to deliver performance product that works, um, that isn't fake, and uh, works on mile 26 of a marathon. And, uh, and I think we're winning the runner because of a smart approach in, in product. And then our brand just sets up to be an inclusive brand in the sport. Running is a very personal thing. You know, 30,000 people line up for a marathon and there's maybe a dozen that think they can win it. Um, and so everyone's there for a personal reason. And we've embraced that. You know, we've really thought about what running means to people. You know, we just believe that running can change your day. It can change your life. And, and if we add up all the runs around the world, you know, we, we think it can change the world because health and wellness is something that um, everyone should have access to. So um, I think our singular focus is probably the biggest thing. No, and I, you know, really want to emphasize that is my own prioritization being from the health and wellness world, the sporting world and entertainment world to understand that as I reprioritize getting older myself, someone who runs at least three times a week, you know, knowing that if I'm healthy, I get as many wishes a day as I want. And if I'm not healthy, uh, I only have one wish and running and walking uh, being two of the best things that we can do for our health, uh, our health. And what's so nice, it doesn't cost or have a membership to, to run or walk as well, which is really nice. But the compassionate capitalist attitude and perspective that Brooks has always had uh, for decades now, 
Um, not only are you uh, utilizing a carbon neutral shoe, uh, you donated over 10,000 pairs of shoes last year alone to healthcare workers. Uh, so, you know, being on our feet. And then in June, you guys dropped what a, a new shoe that actually allows you to feel as if you're running on the moon, which is absolutely incredible. Why so much emphasis on this compassionate capitalism instead of, you know, finding, you know, child, child labor to get the cheapest, uh, best performing shoe out? regardless of our environment. Yeah, look, I, I, I think, um, you know, it, this, this topic is one that's so timely, not only from a, from a customer perspective, but from an employee perspective. You know, as we're out recruiting for, um, for uh, employees here at Brooks, they are holding us accountable to be a great global citizen. And so um, I think we, the corporate world, has a responsibility to be great corporate citizens, if that's sustainability and what, what our impact is in terms of the environment, um, all the way to diversity, equity, and inclusion to be a great place for anyone that wants to work here at Brooks. And so we take that responsibility very seriously. You know, as a, as a running company, um, we have to be stewards of this environment. Um, you need fresh air, fresh water to run. And so our business is at risk if we aren't good citizens in terms of the sustainability and the goals that we have on the planet. Um, and so it's just a, it's a responsibility that all of us feel. And, and I think it will do well for all stakeholders uh, invested in Brooks, whether that's employees, whether that's our ownership uh, or whether that's customers. And to that point too, you know, entrepreneurship is all the rage and you and I both know there's a talent shortage right now. Uh, and, you know, I'm trying to stress upon people, companies like Brooks to work for uh, that, you know, really offer what I call an intrapreneur program, one that doesn't have the risk of and the overhead of and the pain of all the things that entrepreneurship does, but it offers so much upside in education, inspiration, aspiration uh, and economic gain and security. Uh, you know, how have you seen over the last two decades that entrepreneurial spirit at Brooks really evolve where talent that's out there and scarce at the, the moment should really be looking at companies like Brooks, if not Brooks itself, to find entrepreneurship instead of entrepreneurship? Yeah, what a what a great, great question. Um, you know, the way we think about it here at Brooks is one, I think um, people want to work for a purpose-driven brand, not every single employee, but the majority of employees that we recruit and, and talk to want to understand our values. They want to understand our purpose. Um, and, and ultimately, they want to understand what our, what our long-term goals are in terms of delivering on that purpose and values. And so when we have new people here, you know, we're very, very open in terms of their impact on this brand. Um, what can you do to improve our culture? You know, we used to think about culture as something that we would protect. I think we're moving into a space of culture in terms of how do we improve it every single day by the people that come here through their capability in their function to um, really what they can bring from their whole self, diversity. And so um, that's a little bit of the, the intra piece is that when you come to a company, either because of our size or the way that we're run and the culture we have, you truly have an impact every single day. Um, and I think it sets up because of the way we think about our brand, because of the way we're recruiting, and ultimately because of the value set we have and the purpose that we're driving towards. 
you know, joy and happiness are a big part of your company. And I love that because my definition of happiness and joy is to enjoy the consistent every day, persistent without quit pursuit of your own potential. And I know that that pursuit of potential is an important part at Brooks as well. How have you guys uh, equated potential into the culture of pursuing potential, running happy, joyful running, all the different things that I see out there that you guys have done a tremendous job branding yourselves internally and externally with? Yeah, it, this is a topic we talk deeply about here. And, um, you know, I'm so excited to actually talk to you about this because I have a, I have a clear vision of this over 20 plus years. I think brands... Um, make a mistake by either being inspirational or aspirational. Um, and I think what we've done over the years is actually balance inspiration with aspiration. In running specifically, um, inspiration is, there's a million stories out there of inspiring athletes or, or epic stories throughout achievement. Um, and there's a million stories on aspiration. You know, the the Winning a, winning a race, a 10K or a 5K. But the majority of people, like I said, are, are in it because they're inspired in some way, either their health and wellness or a bet with a, with a buddy. And so at Brooks, we try and balance inspiration and this inclusive part of the brand with aspiration, which is achievement, the most competitive piece. And we have both in our brand. Run Happy speaks to that. Um, the run is a very serious thing for people. But the feeling you get afterwards is, is really the, the, the goal and the achievement. And so inspiration and aspiration is something we hold equally at Brooks because I think in the sport of run, at any one time, you have both in your daily run or, or in the race that you're running. Well, I'll tell you one thing about run uh, that, has, that really has taught me is I can tell you I've woken up many mornings for my run and not wanting to do it. But I've never finished a run and said to myself, I'm sorry I did that. And I think as far as applying that to my day, applying it to my business, uh, it's such a beautiful outlook that, yeah, we, you know, sometimes we wake up and we just don't feel like going on that run, whatever that it may be. Yeah. Uh, but when you're done, you're never regretting a moment of it. You feel so much better. Uh, last question real quick. Obviously, we are in a period of accelerated change. There's never certainty, so I don't call times uncertain times. You and I are old enough, have been in the game long enough. There is never certainty. In fact, right. I tell people, man, give me some certainty. I'll make billions of dollars and I'll give mine to charity. You can keep the billions I make you, but nobody's certain about anything. There's just ignorant humble people and ignorant, arrogant people. But more importantly, there's a lot of change. And because of technology, because of the pandemic, we are an accelerated period of change. And with that comes great opportunity. What opportunities do you see in the future outlook for Brooks? Because you obviously are creating you know, great momentum uh, and a great trajectory for the company uh, with a great brand. What is your future outlook? Yeah, well, I think the, the, the opportunities that we see are um, just around the sport of run. You know, what we saw through the pandemic is that people that were already running began running more. They had more time in their day. They weren't commuting. Uh, and people that had maybe given up the sport um, were going back into it and taking it up again. And so we have this huge participation boom 
uh, happening in our sport. And so we've been focused on the run for 20 plus years. And we think for the next 10, at least, this is a, this is a growth category for us. And the adjacencies to that are, are, are real. So for us as a brand, you know, we think walking is just simply slow running. And we've got more walkers than ever around the world coming into this sport, looking for great performance products. So our opportunity sits in what our focus has been for 20 years and expanding our brand to invite more people into it. And I think what, what is really fun for us is we sit right in the center of this lifestyle of run. Uh, we believe every single person deserves performance product. And because that's what we do, we think we've got another 10 years of incredible growth um, as a brand and as a, as a, a product engine. And you certainly have. And Brooks' purpose is to inspire everyone to run and be active, of course, by you know these unbelievable, innovative things that you're doing in design and gear. But you talk about keeping runners running longer, farther, and faster. I have one to add to, to you know, as a personal uh, experience. It's more often, you know, I think consistency. Uh, is so important. And I would rather see people running consistently than, you know, 26 miles on a Saturday. Uh, I would rather see people run three to five miles much more often. And I think your innovation allows people to run more often uh, by being in better shape and to be mentally, physically, and spiritually in a good place. Uh, and I congratulate you. Uh, it's funny for me, there's certain industries that are incestuous and stable still like the old school uh, businesses that I was involved with. And for sure in the footwear space, uh, the same faces have been around a long time. Some have moved companies, but yeah. they somehow never want to leave uh, the shoe space. And I congratulate you. Thank you so much, Dan Sheridan, COO of the incredible Brooks uh, Running Company. Um, just an incredible insight to everyone, not just to running. Running is an analogy for life. So go back, listen to this, get your playbook to success. Even if you're not a runner, there's a lot of lessons here to apply to your own career, your own personal life as well. Be well, Dan. I appreciate you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Playbook as much as me. On a personal note, I just wanted to thank everyone for making The Playbook such a success. Don't forget to continue it by sharing, subscribing, and listening to your favorite episodes. This is Dave Meltzer with The Playbook.